Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Thoughts on Purpose podcast. My name is Nash Mackey and it is an absolute privilege to have your company on today's episode as it is always. Guys, just so you get the most out of this episode, I strongly encourage you to take some great notes. If you can't do it right now, make sure you do it later, but take some notes on what you're going to learn in this interview and make sure you apply it because it's one thing to learn something, it's a whole other thing to apply it. When you apply, that's how you retain the information. That's what I want for you. I want this information to sincerely add value in your life. So make sure you apply what you learn. Also, share what you learn with other people. Again, that helps you retain the information on a deeper level. Share this interview out with the people you care about and so you get to have a, an impact in other people's lives as well. Speaking, being an action taker, guys. If you haven't already, head over to IamNashMackie.com. Subscribe. That way you get the opportunity to send your questions in when I interview amazing guests like today's guest. And uh, you get to have your questions answered. And while you're there on my website, guys, be sure to book a free 30-minute one-on-one strategy call with me so you and me get the opportunity to deep dive on crafting a super powerful identity for yourself because ultimately... We never rise above the level of our identity, guys, our self-belief, who we believe we are, what we believe we are capable of. So guys, do yourself a huge favor. Head over to imnashmackie.com and subscribe and book in a one-on-one free strategy call. My gift to you guys. Anyway, without further ado, let's get into today's interview. So I've got to say, I had to uh, dance around the room for a little bit to try and match your energy today because you are highly highly energetic and yeah and i try to convey that through my branding as well so um yes i am energetic yes i'm drinking a workout shake as we speak um but also through branding i also i i'm I'm more dramatic in my photos as well because i know that that's actually kind of how the world sees me is like as this energetic kind of beam of light is what i've been told so, you know, for anyone listening, if you really want to brand yourself, ask the world what you see or what they see as a unique strength of yours. And then when you go get a photo shoot, just be even more dramatic with it. So <laughs> what, that, that's an awesome piece of advice. Yeah. And it, like I was saying, just before we jumped on here, I've just been on your website and that shines through so much. So you've absolutely hit the nail on the head there. I love it. And, um, <laughs> awesome. Like I, I feel... I felt so engaged um, just going through your website and, and viewing any of your work and it's so consistent, which I just love. I love and I really admire that. I appreciate that. Yeah. For me, it's all about uh, being concise, getting to the point and also conveying that uh, personality and also a brand story. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you liked it. I put a lot of thought into it. I can, I can see that for sure. So Kira, let's talk about your story because you're here now. You're you're a best-selling author. You've got an awesome podcast, uh, which is which I love, and you've got you're a, you're a coach's coach essentially. You know, you've mm-hmm. helped hundreds of people really explode their coaching business, and that's a phenomenal mission. But let's let's talk about how you got there because the, the lessons are really in the story. So if you if you're happy to. Let's, let's take it back a few years and, and tell us where it all began. Absolutely. So it actually began 10 years ago. Um, right now I'm 26, but when I was 16, I was actually diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And I found out that there were multiple tumors in my lymphatic system. 
And um, that's when I first started questioning the meaning to my life. And at that point in time, I just hit a low where I felt so different and I felt so isolated because now I went from this athletic, normal high school student to all of a sudden being this girl with cancer who couldn't go to school anymore. I couldn't play on, or I wouldn't play sports even when I was healed um, for, for a few years afterwards because I was so insecure that I was bald. Um, you know, I would, I would change weight, fluctuate weight between 30 pounds overweight and then looking like a skeleton. And I had to deal with people looking at me like I was a walking corpse. Like people my age didn't know how to perceive what was going on in my life. And so just the way they looked at me and the way they talked to me with this sort of victim tone in their voice made me feel so isolated and so different. Mm -hmm. And uh, for years, just going through that pain of feeling different, um, even after I was cured of cancer and now I'm very healthy, thank God. But even after I was healed, I still battled this voice in my, in my head that said, oh, you're different. And that turned into anger for a while where I thought it was me against the world. And so when I went to college and, and people told me to pick a major, I was just like, I don't understand you people. Uh, you know, of course I had some things to deal with. I was so ignorant. I'm like, yeah, you people. <laughs> but it's like, it's most of the world. That's like, yeah, pick a major, try to put a label on yep. the impact you want to have on the world. And I just could not perceive doing that. I could not fathom uh, working at any sort of job and putting any sort of label on, on just doing one thing for the rest of my life. And again, it all stemmed from me feeling so different. So when I first felt different, it was me being like, screw you. This is me against the world. You don't understand that I want to do something bigger than I can even express. Um, but then once I took a step back, I'll say I had some sort of a spiritual awakening after hitting just a series of um, uh, like rock bottom moments. They all collided at once. And I kind of woke up and was like, hey, what if my differences were actually the biggest gift that I had. And what if I could actually use my differences to make a difference? Mm -hmm. And so that's when I went from being this angry, misunderstood outcast, um, because I chose to be an outcast, I pushed everyone away from me. That's when I took a step back and said, whoa, like, you know, what unites us all? How could I, uh, feed into this bigger picture and and lift people up and and raise the collective consciousness of the planet and then i started getting into coaching and personal development um wow. and yeah i became a health coach first to heal my body and detoxify all the crap that i went through during chemo um but then i didn't know how to get clients so i was like yeah i'm so healthy but I was broke. Mm -hmm. um, and then I became a life coach. I even started working for the man himself, Tony Robbins. But the same thing happened. It was like, yeah, I was doing good working for someone else. But uh, still, I didn't have the money or the freedom uh, to live a life that I truly enjoyed. Um, I knew I wanted the freedom of living for myself and defining my own rules and creating the impact I wanted to create. And as amazing as my past experiences had been in being different sorts of coaches, 
I just decided one day that my passion was in business and I loved marketing. I love telling stories. Um, and I love blending all of that and helping other people monetize their natural assets, mm -hmm. like the things that they're naturally good at that they don't have to think about. And so I started saying, Hey man, I have so much education at this point. Now, if I just mar master marketing and learn how to actually make money, mm -hmm. then then that's going to be the bridge between where I am now and my wildest dreams of, of having that freedom. So like, let's just start doing that. And basically once I invested in mentor after mentor, I cracked the code. I learned how to monetize my talents. And now I teach other people how to do the same. And now they're all using their differences to make a difference. So it's just been this whole theme throughout my life where everyone I'm in contact with, just like you, we're all making a difference in our own way. And to me, it's such a beautiful thing to um, take part in and to actively create as well. Absolutely phenomenal. And I've seen the testimonials from all the coaches you've, you've worked with on your website. I was just amazed. At, uh, <laughs> and, and they're not just like, oh, Kira, help me. It's like, she got me serious results. I was, you know, it was very in depth and you could see the, you could see the results. They spoke for themselves through the testimonials. So you are very good at what you do. It definitely shines through. Um, let's talk about, because as, as you told me your story then, thanks so much for sharing that with us. Totally. How much of your, because obviously people have, it's great to have a vision for your future. How much of what you do now is the vision you planned in the past? Or is this sort of unfolded as you've gone along? Oh man, it's, it's unfolded as I've gone along. I, I think I'm obsessed with one thing after another. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny, I recently moved and I, I, my mom was complaining. She's like, okay, you keep moving around the country. Why don't you come back home to my house and, and clear out all the crap that you've stored in my garage since, since college. And I'm like, yeah. all right, fair enough, mom. All right. And I was reading my journals like, wow, I used to want to be like the most world renowned health coach. And all I thought about and all I focused on was health. Um, and now it helps part of my lifestyle, but now I'm like obsessed with marketing. So mm -hmm. the cool thing is, is that I've evolved and my business has always evolved with me. So I do firmly believe that in order to succeed in business, you must focus on one thing and see it through. Uh, meaning, for example, if you're going to create an online program or course, see it through, finish it, market it, get it done. And then, Hey, if you want to evolve later down the road, you totally can. And I'm, I'm just walking proof of that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, my vision has evolved as my interests have. And uh, I'm, I'm continuing to evolve. So who knows what the hell is in store for my yeah. business in the future? I don't yeah. know, but it's going to be cool. <laughs> no, I believe it. I believe it. And that's, that's, that's such an important point you make because you do need to be open to sort of be on the journey and not try and force it too much. You know, you need to sort of go with the flow to a degree. I think people can get too stuck on a particular outcome that they don't actually allow anything else to come their way, you know, and, and sort of listen to their heart on the way on, on the on the yeah on the journey because you know no one's ever done your life before and you don't know what what it involves so you definitely need to be open to listen and and to adjust along the way so it's a very good point 
Totally. And, and if anyone listening to this feels stuck and you feel like maybe you're comparing your success or lack thereof to mine or to, to Nash's or to whoever else it is that you see on the internet um, and you just kind of feel stuck, this is a question I love and I ask myself all the time because I too am human and I too get stuck. Um, but when you're stuck, you're suffering and you're thinking about what's possible, but not acting and creating it. So you'll just suffer as long as you're stagnant. So a question I always ask myself when I see that I'm analyzing other people's results or that I'm thinking maybe I should do things a different way because other people are, I just step back from everything and I'm like, okay, if there are no projections or expectations about what my business should be like and how it should look what could be possible? Mm -hmm. Like if I just left all my expectations and projections of what maybe other mentors are saying, oh, you have to do webinars or, oh, you have to have a brand story. Like if I just put all that at the door, if there were no expectations or projections about what I'm capable of or what's possible for me, then like, what could I actually create? Mm -hmm. I love that point. I love that. Yeah, because it, it becomes stuffy and I've got caught up in that myself, like where you, you are trying to follow the exact formula someone else has laid out for you, but it, it becomes stuffy and it can stifle your, your creativity and, and the whole flow of your business is actually supposed to evolve into. So it's, it's totally. a great, great point. I just want to rewind a little bit and talk about what you said before about how you felt different. And for mm -hmm. anyone who's listening, who who thinks their differences are a negative thing or, or hindering them in some way. How do we go about really owning our differences like you have and you've absolutely conquered your differences and used it to build your amazing brand and your amazing life? Yeah. Um, well, first off, I would start with um, reasons why I'm awesome. <laughs> and this sounds so stupid and so simple, but it's always those fundamental things that if we actually mastered them and we actually did those things every day, like exercised and meditated, our life would be radically different. So one of the most fundamental activities I could tell anyone to do is to sit down with a journal and say reasons why I'm awesome. And then you'll start to see that some of the reasons why you're awesome is because of your differences. Like when I started focusing on not, not focusing on the lack of, Oh, I'm different. No one understands me. Blah, blah, blah. Victim, sad story. Mm -hmm. And when I shifted gears and started focusing on why I'm awesome, then it's like, Oh wait, I'm awesome. Cause I'm so creative. I'm awesome. Cause I have this big vision. And then I started realizing all the things that I've been like complaining about, that they made me so different. Wait, these are actually my biggest strengths. And then if you can also write down in your journal, what problems am I really good at solving? Especially if you want to go into some sort of service-based entrepreneurial business, whether you're, you want to become a coach or like a consultant, I'm pretty much a consultant. I'm consulting people how to grow their businesses. Mm -hmm. if you want to offer some sort of service, start thinking about, okay, well, what problems can I solve? Like, uh, for me, I solved the problem of like not knowing how to get clients online. So I know, I know how to solve that problem. Um, now am I a millionaire? No. And I never claimed to be in my marketing so I can help coaches scale to multiple six figures. And then once I figure out the next step and become a millionaire, I can teach that. Mm -hmm. Just get real with yourself and realize as long as you know how to solve a problem, then you can offer a solution by creating some sort of service that offers that solution. 
And you can be real about your journey. Just like I said, hey, I'm not a millionaire yet, but it doesn't matter as long as you're a chapter ahead of someone who could benefit from what you've learned and what you've applied in your own life. When you think of yourself as a problem solver, you're in business because people will pay for solutions. People are in pain. And the bigger the amount of pain is that they're in, the more money there is to be made. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's a great answer. Thank you very much for that. Totally. Um, so uh, you, you touched on it before when you said about meditation and exercise, but what are three, let, let's say stick to three, but three super powerful habits that you recommend anyone does every single day? Every single day I journal, um, I journal with I am statements. So I just pretend I am all these things just to get my brain thinking as though I already am. And, and when you can start putting yourself in the mindset as though you already are that person and you already have all those things that you want or you've already accomplished all those things you want to accomplish, then you start to realize that now creative ideas and strategies show up throughout your day without you stressing about how it's all going to work. So I definitely write I am statements in my journal. Also, the process of actually writing down your goals by hand. I forget what the statistic, the statistic is, but I think it's 66% or something. Mm-hmm. More, you're more likely to achieve your goal big time if you actually just write it down. So every morning I'm like, I'm a New York Times bestselling author. Like whatever my goals are, I'm just listing them out, writing them down. Um, and then the next thing is actually just visualizing that. So everything I just wrote down, um, it's really cool, but then I'll actually sit down, just close my eyes and just get into the vibration of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, something I'm working on now is creating my first live event. Um, So I'll take myself there to that stage and I'll see myself just crushing it, like having the best event ever. And I'll see all the speakers and not only do you see it, but you hear what's being heard. Like, oh my gosh, Kira, this is the best event ever. (laughs) Like just hear what things are like, hear what's happening. If you want to be a New York Times bestselling author, hear people announce you as that. Like, hey, it's Kira Bowman, New York Times bestselling author. Like engage yep. all your senses and then feel the emotions of that too. So I'll mm-hmm. like feel myself hugging someone in the audience and then it just gets me buzzing at that high vibrational frequency of those very things that I want most. Mm-hmm. And like attracts like, laws of affinity. So the higher my vibes can get, the better. So mm-hmm. I definitely like to visualize on it. And then I definitely learn. Now, I can't say I sit and read every morning uh, because some days I'm in membership sites or I'm on the phone with a mentor Mm -hmm. um, or I'm listening to podcasts like this one. So um, I learn. I I can't say like there's a a specific routine for when I'm learning, but you bet your ass every day I'm learning something because, uh, you know, none of this stuff that I'm doing is going to work unless I do. And I know that all these other entrepreneurs who are doing the same exact thing as I'm doing, God bless their souls, but I know they're working too. And Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm trying to outwork them. I'm trying to outlearn them and then out apply them with everything I'm learning. So, uh, you gotta, you gotta learn whether you read books and get podcasts for free, 
the, the biggest transformation I would say is invest in a mentor because that'll move the needle real fast when you're financially invested in someone. Mm -hmm. uh, but those are three things between journaling, uh, visualizing, and learning. Those are three things I do every single day. Yeah, that's they're such powerful habits. And uh, it's, it's interesting when you were saying about feeling the vibration of, of where you want to be and, and getting in that and really living it now. Um, like a lot of people I've spoken to, they don't really understand that whole concept of, you know, visualizing and, and, and sort of living in that, that of like living in, in, in the possibility of what the future could hold. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, you know, that sounds too out there for me and all that. They'll have all sorts of excuses around it, but they'll actually spend their days stressed and worried about, you know, everything in life at the moment. And in, in the same way, they're actually living in a, a stressed state anyway so it's just about changing it up isn't it it's really about giving yourself that opportunity and the permission to actually you know experience those feelings now and, and tap into that like let yourself do it let yourself experience it because you know you're doing it anyway you know yeah totally and it's so simple the coolest thing about meditation and journaling i can do it while sitting on my ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and i live in america a lot of americans are super lazy so it's like this is like the easiest thing you could possibly do to radically transform the trajectory of your life and hey a lot of people you know the definition of ins insanity is doing the same thing over and over again yet expecting a different result mm -hmm. so if people are doing the same thing over and over again of course they're going to keep repeating and duplicating misery but hey if you happen to have an open mind and maybe just try something without attaching your ego to the meaning of that thing and how weird it is or how you know it's voodoo or it's like witchcraft like whatever the hell you might think about meditation and aligning yeah. with positive vibration just leave that at you know leave it kick it to the curb for a little bit give it a shot and hey if you don't like it give it a week i would say at least and hey if you don't like it by all means you throw it away but take what does work for you and keep implementing that because yep. the more you focus on what's not working the more it's not going to work and you have to do something to change. And the easiest way to change it is to do something amazingly powerful and you can do it while sitting on your ass. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. So good. So true too. Um, so let's, let's touch on your book, uh, Kira, because it's called Dominate Life, How to Get Clarity, Find Your Passion and Live a Life You Love. Yeah. So best-selling author. That's a yeah. huge achievement. So let's yeah. talk about when you felt you were ready to write your book, because I speak to a lot of people who want to write books and I'm yeah. writing a book myself currently. And so if you'd be willing just to share your journey of when you felt you were ready to write a book and then that process of actually sitting down and writing it. Mm -hmm. So the first time I felt called to write a book, uh, because I used to hate English class I used to hate writing. Um, my dad used to help me write my papers. Um, but I remember the one day I thought, hey, maybe I could write a book is not, uh, no, my first year of college. You guys call it university, uni. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I got my English final back, the entire portfolio for the entire semester. And it was a stack of papers. It was as thick as the Bible because it was all the work I had done wow. that semester. And when I got the grade back, the ink was smeared. But I saw it said 100, 
but the ink was smeared because my professor wrote a comment below. She said, I laughed, I cried, please write a book one day. And wow. yeah, and like that was the first time I had shared my journey about cancer. Mm -hmm. uh, and I shared a lot. Um, and there was funny stuff definitely as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, she, she said that. And then I was like, wow, maybe there's something. So I've actually written like three books that are just files that I don't even know where they are. They're, wow. they're on old computers. I never finished them. Um, and it wasn't until my father actually passed away unexpectedly um, almost two years ago now. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Like it was uh, August of 2015. Right now it's the end of June. I don't know when this is going to air, but mm -hmm. you know, it was almost two years ago and uh, I was really close with my dad. My parents were married. Um, he was definitely a huge part of my life. Um, and one day he just unexpectedly passed away. And I just received that news. I, I arrived to the hospital. Um, just first words I heard was your dad passed away. And uh, I just, I couldn't believe it. And what was crazy was that my dad had worked a corporate job his whole life. And, and I remember trying to develop a relationship with my, my father when I was young was like walking on eggshells because he was so stressed out by his corporate life that I was almost afraid to just even approach him wow. to ask, ask him to make me a snack or something. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of conditioned that way. But then one day uh, he just, <laughs> my mom was like, Hey, you're miserable. Go get a hobby. And so it's hilarious that the, the the hobby he picked up was brewing beer and he, he joined this beer club called Barley Legal. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he turned it into a business one day. He came home and he was like, uh, Kira, I'm going to start my own microbrewery. Um, I, came, I come from the state of New Jersey. Uh, and to this day, my dad's brewery is the, the number one best brewery in New Jersey. Um, and he actually built it up himself. He had a business partner, but his business partner had a full-time job. And my dad was able to go from corporate, miserable America to becoming somewhat of a hippie all of a sudden overnight and creating this, this brewery that was amazing, had such a big community. Um, and he actually passed away in his brewery, brewing a big batch of beer for a charity event. Oh, Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what that told me was like, first off, life is short and wow, holy crap. As if cancer at, at 16 wasn't enough of a sign for me. Now my dad's gone. And, and second, he died doing what he loved and he was able to, to see that through. Mm -hmm. And third, when I was standing in line at his funeral and all these people were coming up and hugging me, um, first off, the line was so long. It was uh, like they said this was the most popular uh, viewing they, they ever had at this specific place. I don't know what the vocabulary is for these a funeral home or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but basically, I can't even count the amount of men and women who came up to me and said, your father helped me start my brewery or your dad helped us find grains when we didn't even know what the heck we were doing or because of your dad, I'm now distributing my beer in three States in America or because of your dad's ideas and marketing. Uh, my, I'm now able to live my dreams and bring in business and do what I love. Like 
I had no idea what my dad was doing behind the scenes, helping all these people build their businesses, mm -hmm. but he had such a profound impact. And I thought, Hey, the one way I know I can impact uh, the most amount of people possible is by writing a book because unlimited amounts of people can read it now. And the day that I'm dead and gone as well. And if I can spread some positive messages that help people, then I know that my life meant something. Mm -hmm. And uh, it sure did, because I've, I've received so much. Someone came up to me last week and was like, hey, on page 26, this was the biggest shift I had when I read your book. And I was like, dude, I don't even know what the hell is on page 26. <laughs> and he, was just, he didn't even have the book in his head. He just like knew by memory. Yeah. Like, he loved page 26. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing i get emails all the time and um you know i can tell it's touched so many people so mm -hmm. literally the day after my dad died it sounds crazy and trust me i think i was a bit manic uh under mm -hmm. those situation but cool. i actually hopped on a facebook live the day after my dad passed away and said hello world you know i've i've been a fraud i, I keep saying i'm gonna write this book and i've written about three and no one's seen them so today's the day i'm taking a stand i am making this book and feel free to nudge me to annoy me to nudge me again and to ask me where this book is because i am dead serious this time you're gonna see it happen awesome. and, uh, yeah and it was literally my baby because nine months later my book <laughs> my book entered the world wow Wow, and it did so well. So well done on that. What a, what a what an awesome story, and I'm sure your dad would be extremely proud now. Because, like I said, seeing your testimonials is really like those people who are giving him credit. But they're you know you're doing the same for other people. And there's something so interesting in that though. When you do go and follow what's what inspires you, and follow what you're passionate about, like your father with the beer. Yeah. You know, people people get influenced by that just by any of us going out and doing what inspires us. You you you're going to influence people. It's just it's just inevitable. So it's, it's a phenomenal story. And thank you very much for sharing that with us. Totally. That's all. Let's talk about your podcast quickly because you've had some great people on that. Um, people yeah. can see your podcast on iCloud and Stitcher. It's called the Passionate and Profitable Podcast. Yes. And tell us what your vision is with your podcast and what people can expect when they go to your podcast. Uh, the vision for my podcast is creating a community of just conscious minded entrepreneurs who want to here we go again with my hippie terms Good. we want to raise the collective consciousness of the planet we also want to make some money <laughs> yeah so together we can exchange creative ideas and give more people the tools to monetize their creative ideas so that more and more of us can create things and create the lives that really fulfill us on our own personal terms. So that's the vision for my podcast. And, uh, and it's, it's been so awesome. Yeah. I've had amazing people on it mm -hmm. to the point that I'm like, damn, how the hell did I get this person lined <laughs> up? Uh, like, don't like, don't even think that I, uh, I'm ego, uh, egotistical about it for a minute. I'm always pinching myself like, damn, mm -hmm. like this part. I, and I get excited when they share the interview too. I'll look at their wallet and I'll dance around the house like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, That's so good. Yeah. Because to me, these people I'm interviewing are like celebrities. Like to mm -hmm. me, like honestly. So when I can especially do a video interview with them, they see my face, they get to know me. We have high level conversations they start to see me as a peer. And to me, that's so powerful. 
clearly it helps me grow my audience because if they're sharing my podcast, then mm -hmm. all of their followers see it and then the eyeballs go to me mm -hmm. and that's great for my business. Um, but also in the, uh, in having the ability to connect with these people and having a platform to do so again, I'm just learning. So like people think I'm just talking to the to people on my podcast. No, I'm, I'm the hungriest student. I'm listening to what they say. Mm -hmm. I'm changing my life as, as I see fit for yes. me based on the, the inspiring conversations I'm having. So I'm, I'm studying from everyone I interview and I'm, and I'm implementing myself. So mm -hmm. I think everyone should listen to it. If they want to start a, a business uh, based off of their passion, I think everyone should listen to it because it's changed my life. And uh, so I, I just know that everyone listening will get at least one insight per episode that they can just put in their back pocket and be like, damn, you know, yeah. if I could just do that one thing or, or this one thing inspired me and it'll just create some sort of positive spark in, in anyone who wants to start a business in their life. Without a doubt, you've and like you've had some awesome people on there and it's highly, highly inspirational. So anyone listening, definitely go and check out the Passion and Profitable podcast um, on iCloud or Stitcher and make sure you leave a review. It's very important. Let oh, you know your <laughs> feedback, what it's all about. Keep the circle going. Um, yes. So, Kira, let's let's begin to wind up now. But I you've obviously gone out and you've made so much happen in your life. You're only 26, happen. Mm -hmm. and you've 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 really overcome some big challenges in your life. Yeah. You know, challenges that most people will never have to face. Mm -hmm. and, uh, let's talk about just overcoming fears because fear is really what holds people back. What's mm -hmm. some, uh, a little tip you can share with people to move through their fears and to go out and do what, what they're supposed to be doing and make their difference and, and live a life of inspiration and meaning. Mm -hmm. So that's a great question because you and I are both human and we have fears too. So everyone listening, I am scared of so many things. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, planning this event, this is something I don't know about. So it's, it's nerve wracking for me. So um, what to do when you feel fearful is number one, realize you got to tackle that because on the other side of your biggest fear is life's great. Some of life's greatest opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, so whenever you encounter a fear, you can change either one or two things or both. But the first thing is your story. So for example, as entrepreneurs, a lot of us need to hop on sales calls. So if you have a story that sales are sleazy or sales are dishonest, you will sabotage your own success because even if you do sell someone your amazing program or whatever it is, you by nature will believe that you're sleazy and dishonest. So this is how people sabotage themselves. So for everyone listening, I want you to make sure that when you catch yourself and you see a part of your life that's limiting you, ask how you could change that story. Mm -hmm. So for example, start thinking of like, okay, is it really true that sales are sleazy? And start talking to yourself. Okay, is it really true that sales are sleazy? What else could be true? And just open your mind to the perspective that something else could possibly be true if you decide to have a new perspective. And so this is when you can start to think back to times where you bought something that changed your life. Like me, for example, I bought a personal trainer. I remember I was so broke and that trainer cost $300 a month. And I signed up for that month and I was so scared. I didn't want to pay that money, but hiring that trainer changed my life because now 
uh, I, I, well, I became a health coach after that. I became a trainer. Now I'm in great shape, you know, but I would have never did that if I didn't get sold training. So start saying like, okay, how could I change the story? So now thinking about that personal trainer, that the personal trainer that changed my life, I could be like, well, sales are a gateway for transformation. So just create some sort of new story or number two, change your strategy. So like I said earlier, the definition of insanity, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, yet expecting a different result. Yes. So me, for example, when I didn't know how to start a business and I was just posting posts on Facebook and offering free coaching sessions and hoping people signed up, which they did, but then I didn't know how to actually enroll them into working with me. You know, when I was just spinning my wheels, trying so hard to get clients, I finally snapped one day and said, something needs to change. This isn't working. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I spent my entire life savings and more and went to the bank, took out a loan and hired my first business mentor. Cause mm -hmm. I said, Hey, this person has what I want. So I'm going to follow their strategy and hope I'll just hope to God that it works. Cause I just risked everything I, I own to, to, to get this result and boom, it worked for me. So, yeah. um, so think about how you could change strategies and you don't need to spend your life savings on a mentor, but you're trying to lose weight. You keep going to the gym, doing 60 minutes of cardio and, and basically starving yourself, eating like only a thousand calories a day. Mm -hmm. And you've been doing that for a year. Good luck losing weight tomorrow. You're not going to wake up and radically see your body transform. If it's wow. not working, it's not working. Change your approach. Maybe hire a trainer, do high intensity interval training. I don't know but you got to change your approach. So whenever you feel afraid, just realize, okay, is it, is it my story that I need to adjust or is it my strategy or Hey, maybe it's both if I get real with myself, but those are one of two things you got to work through and Hey, talk to yourself too. I'm talking to myself all the time. I'm like, Oh man, this event's scary. Okay. What else could I believe about an event? Maybe I could believe it's like my best opportunity to connect with my audience. That'll get me more excited. Mm -hmm. Okay. Strategy. I don't know how the hell to do it. So I'm just working with someone. I'm giving a value exchange. I'm, I'm mentoring someone in their business. They're mentoring me how to start an event. And we just did a value exchange because this is my expertise. That's theirs. And we needed each other's help. So boom, I figured it out. Something I was afraid of and could have stayed stagnant with for years and made excuses about and suffered in my brain. I figured it out. So you got to take action. You got to work through your fears. Cause like I said, on the other side of that are some of life's greatest rewards. Yeah. That's fantastic advice. Thank you so much for that. What a what brilliant advice. That's <laughs> so much for people to take away there. It's absolutely phenomenal. So Kira, what's, awesome. really, what's really the legacy you want to leave? And we'll, we'll wind up with this question, but what's, what's the legacy you feel you were trying to leave on in this world? Hmm. Wow. Huh. <laughs> what, a deep, I know. <laughs> what a deep one. Uh, the legacy I want to leave behind is that I just want people to embrace their truths and uh, be the best version of themselves that they can be and figure out how they can fully show up as themselves. Like what, what could you offer to the world of value that could really light your own soul on fire? I'm not knocking people who, who value certainty and value uh, 
normal type of job. Like my mom's a nurse. She would never be an entrepreneur, but the value she can bring to the world, like she loves to volunteer. She loves to walk outside. She, she lights up a room when she walks in because she's even more energetic than I am. So like, just think of the value that you can bring to the world and, and what makes you just amazing and, and show up as your best. Um, and, and of course, take action, get yourself out there, whatever it is that you want. Don't spend a second complaining about it. Take action and just do the damn work and, and you will get whatever it is that you want. So yeah. stay persistent. And uh, yeah, the legacy I'm trying to leave, like just be yourself, liberate yourself and uh, mm -hmm. take actions that'll, that'll set you up to be most aligned with who you truly are. Mm -hmm. That's phenomenal. What a, what a brilliant, and, and it's so, it's so uh, selfless. Like you really are there to serve other people and help you know, other people realize their own greatness and tap into that because we all do have it. We all, we've all got such phenomenal, you know, capacities and yeah, we've got to make the most of it. We only get one shot as far as we know. So look, yeah. thank you so much. I really just want to, I guess, praise you for all you've accomplished so far. And I am, you really are an inspiration to me. And I was super excited to get you on the call today because I've, I've had a few guys, but I wanted an awesome chick to, to rock. <laughs> So, and you've yes. done that. So thank you so much and uh, congratulations on all your achievements so far. And everyone watching, please go and check out Kira's work. We're going to have links below this. And yeah, definitely. Where's the best place to find you online, Kira? I would say Facebook. I make Facebook. a weekly live stream show. Yeah. Um, it's called Here's What I've Learned. And I share what I learn every single week. So you're awesome. always in the loop. You're always growing with me. Um, so yeah, definitely add me facebook.com slash Kira Palme. And of course, if they want to learn more and dive deeper, kirapalme.com is great as well. Perfect. Kira, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you. Totally. It's been awesome. There you have it, my friends. I hope you got incredible value from today's interview. Be sure to follow the work that our incredible guest today is doing. Okay. Get amongst it, guys. They are up to big things. Before we wrap up, guys. I want to take a minute to acknowledge you. Sincerely, I want you to feel this. I, I acknowledge you for being someone who values their life enough to invest the time to listen to this audio. I want you to get the most value out of this. So again, be sure to, to apply what you learn. Be sure to share what you learned with other people. Share this interview out with the people you care about. You know, a few years back, I... I used to immerse myself in listening to podcasts. I used to listen to three, four podcasts a day as I was working a job that wasn't necessarily that inspiring to me, but I did it. And it's a dream come true for me to be here interviewing people nowadays. And you having you here supports me in my dreams. So that's why I'm really so grateful for you being here. Uh, and I want to I support you even further. I want to give you the opportunity again. Head over to IamNashMackie.com. I want you to be part of our, our next guest interviews coming up. I want to be, you to be part of our community. So head over to imnashmackie.com, subscribe. Also claim your free one-on-one -on -one strategy session. I'm really so excited to connect with you and help you build a powerful identity. Guys, thank you for your time. Thank you for your energy. I look forward to bringing you another incredible guest interview. Thank you for joining me for the Thoughts on Purpose podcast.